Hello, my name's Pete Morgan, and this is the Poppy Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome. Yes, my name's Pete Morgan. This is the Puppy Podcast. It is, as you may well know now if you've been listening for a few weeks, a bizarre conversation between you and me as my family welcomes a puppy and a second dog into our home and our lives. And we'll talk about the pleasures, the perils and the problems of puppy ownership. How has the week been? How's things been with you? How are your dogs? How are your puppies? Uh, hope everyone is well. Um, and thanks very much. If you're listening for the very first time, thanks very much for getting in touch and thanks very much for either subscribing or clicking on the download link as you've come across it. It really does mean a lot because I'm just kind of sat here talking to myself and it's good to kind of see the comments that we get on social media and things. But just to know that you're out there and you're listening to this really does mean a lot. Just tell your friends, tell, tell one friend. Uh, get one friend to listen to the Puppy Podcast as well. Let's spread the love uh, with the Puppy Podcast. But thank you very much. Don't forget, uh, you can either um, listen to the Puppy Podcast by clicking on the link that I put on social media. It comes out on a Friday, um, either on Facebook, uh, look for the Puppy Podcast page, on Twitter, at Puppy Podcast, on Instagram, at the puppy podcast and i share the links the link uh, on instagram the link will generally be in the bio uh, or you can go to itunes and if you search for the puppy podcast we're on there and you can subscribe to us there meaning that if you have a, a podcast player uh, that works along with itunes you need never miss another episode again and again as i say if you are listening for the first time uh, or you've been listening since the, the, the very beginning. If there's anything that uh, you come across, anything you think we should be doing, anything you want to hear more of, do let us know, by all means. Uh, I'd love to get your comments uh, and love to get your feedback as well. This is week 13 uh, that we've been doing this, um, and uh, the, the response has been pretty positive in the main but it's always good to hear what people think and any kind of changes that uh, uh, that people want to make and anything else that uh, they will uh, they want to hear um we'll have a musical interlude before we crack on with today's um podcast uh, this is a very cute dog uh, thanks to poke my heart uh, which posted this on youtube this is a cute dog that not just sings oh no this is a dog that sings and plays the piano check this out It is one of those things, dogs. It, it, if it's your dog, that's kind of cute, and you're like, "Oh, that's so sweet! Look at our dog. He's singing and he's playing the piano." But when it's other people's dogs or puppies, and they, because there's no recognisable tune in either the 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 singing or the playing. In fact, we'll we'll finish it there. Thanks very much. Uh, but that's very, and you can go and have a look by all means. I mean, you know, the picture doesn't really give you anything else. It's not like the, the dog's got a hat on or anything. Uh, but Poke My Heart posted that on uh, YouTube. Um, so this week, uh, one of the big things, and we've talked about this before, is um, with our dogs. So the name of the puppy is Elvis. He is just over four months old. We have already got 
a four-year, nearly four-year-old um, golden lab called Lincoln. And for the first few weeks, Lincoln would have nothing to do with Elvis at all. Wouldn't even be in the same room as him. Didn't want to be anywhere near him. Didn't want to be around him. And thankfully, that's changed over time. And, um, they, you know, they've got to know each other better and they've got to, you know, they get on a lot better. And if you've seen any of the pictures that we've posted, you know, they do seem an awful lot closer. They play a lot more together, which is good. Um, the one thing that we're kind of struggling with now, and again, I, I'm interested in getting your thoughts, and maybe it's something you've suffered with as well if you've got more than one dog, is jealousy. You cannot, cannot stroke Lincoln on his own. As soon as you do, Elvis comes over and kind of either budges your hand out of the way, so you're stroking him, or budges Lincoln out of the way, so you're just stroking Elvis. Um, you, if you give uh, Lincoln a filled bone, uh, which we'll do occasionally, um, he, he will go and kind of settle on the floor and eat it, and Elvis will just come and take it off him. And then just walk up. And the thing that kind of irritates me about it is Lincoln will let him do that. Oh, yeah, that's fine. No, no, no. Please, by all means, take my filled bone. I'll just sit here. But And that's the thing. He's got the look on his face. Lincoln's kind of thought process seems to go, all right, Elvis has uh, taken my bone. Yeah, okay, that's all right. No, 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 no. It's fine. I'm, I'm really enjoying lying here, just licking my paw. Uh, so I don't know, if, is this something you have been through yourself when you've got a second dog? Is this something that maybe you can give some adv advice on regarding the jealousy? We already make sure they get a, an awful lot of love. We do give out a lot of love to the two dogs. We make sure that we fuss Lincoln first when we arrive home, um, which is generally the case anyway because Elvis will be in his crate. Uh, but, you know, Lincoln is still kind of top dog and we do things like that. But, yeah, if you can, if you can suggest anything, I'd really be interested in uh, getting your thoughts on that. Anything we can do regarding uh, the jealousy. Uh, Got to say hello uh, to uh, someone who's new to the Puppy Podcast. That's Stephanie. You might have already seen Stephanie's, what will be now, I think probably a three-month-old uh, German Shepherd Draco. Um, Stephanie posted the photo on the Puppy Podcast page. I then reposted it across all the social media uh, in the following week. And uh, Stephanie's been in touch and said some very sweet things about the podcast. Stephanie, good to have you along. Do get involved. And as I say, tell your friends, share the love of the Puppy Podcast. Uh, the thing that we were talking about this week um, on uh, social media and some of your comments have been coming in is whether we have dogs on or in the bed. Um, and you've been making your thoughts heard about that. Uh, Monica got in touch and said definitely dogs should be definitely on the bed. Um, Lorraine, actually, I must say for uh, matters of transparency, Lorraine uh, is the breeder who you heard from. Uh, we had her on one of the earlier podcast episodes. Um, and she, she goes, I sleep with six labs on my bed. <laughs> and I wouldn't change a thing. Six Sleeping with what? Because this is the the situation in our house is um, when we first got Lincoln. So going back just under four years, we got him when he was eight weeks old. Uh, we crated him, and then when we kind of stopped crating him, um, it was like okay, we put a baby gate up on the stairs, so he's he was allowed to kind of roam around uh, like the the kitchen and the hall at night. And that was fine, mainly because it was not carpeted, so any mess was easier to clean up. Um, 
and then we took the baby gate away and he just didn't seem bothered about coming upstairs. So we thought, well, that's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Maybe he understands. Maybe he gets the idea of, no, the dog is for downstairs. And then uh, my wife, Jo, got up for work one day, opened the bedroom door and there sat on the landing with that questioning look on his face was Lincoln going, hello, what's all this? This is all new, isn't it? So then he was allowed upstairs um, uh, and allowed in the bedroom, but only when we were there. Uh, then that changed to he's allowed on the bed on special days. So at the weekend, he could come, you know, when we'd kind of stay in bed a little bit longer, he could come up on the bed, um, you know, when we'd woken up. So we'd open the door for him and then he could come in and, and get on the bed. That then changed to... He can get on the bed pretty much all the time, and we just slept with the bedroom door open, which was a big, big problem for me, which I'm not going to go into here because it will just take too long. Um, so we, we've moved on to that. And now what it is is um, he sleeps on the bed every night, and if we are going out for a couple of hours, we'll generally leave our bedroom door open so we can get on the bed whilst we're not here. So that... <laughs> That's where we are. And I, I, do you know, I don't think we're unique in that. I don't think I'm the first. And it was mainly driven by me of, no, dogs stay downstairs, not upstairs. That's not the place for them. But now I, I wouldn't have it any other way. The only thing I wish we had is a bigger bed. That That is the thing. Because this is, I mean, he's a, you know, a fully grown uh, Labrador. He's a five stone dog. And if he chooses your legs as the thing to rest his head on, then you are not moving. There's no kind of... Oh, well, okay, I can just move a little bit. No, that it, that position you are lying in now, that's the position you're going to be in for the next hour, at least. Uh, so, Lorraine, good to hear from you. Thanks very much. George got in touch as well, and he said also, he said, I was brought up with the thinking that you sh there should be no dogs on the bed or in the bed. He said, the dogs I've had when I live with my mum have been just as disobedient as I have. Good to hear from you, George. Thanks very much. Uh, Paul says the dog's place is downstairs. And uh, the, the way I posted this on social media was a picture of Lincoln on our bed. And uh, Janet got into it and said, oh, that's a very comfy-looking dog bed uh, that Lincoln's got there. And I said, well, that's our bed. And she went, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> because I think we all know that really, he now probably thinks of it as his bed. And what we've done, so we have a duvet and then we have like a, um, uh, like a bed cover, like a bed sheet. And th on top of that, we then have just a plain sheet. And the plain sheet is kind of the dog protector um, just, you know, because at the end of the day they are, and because he, he can get out at night, uh, so he can go out and, you know, if he needs to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, then he can, um, and you know, he gets, he gets dirty paws. I mean, he's walking, you know, he's got, he's just, his paws are straight on the ground. We haven't taught him to wipe his feet yet. If you've taught your dog to wipe your feet, I want to hear from you because I think that would be tremendous. Um, so yeah, so we have the, the, the sheet on top of it. And Jane got in touch with this fantastic, uh, duvet cover and pillow set so the duvet cover is black and white two thirds of the duvet cover says my dog side and then one thing in fact I don't think it's even that I think it's probably three quarters says my dog side and one quarter says my side and that's kind of how it is with Joe and myself it's Lincoln's bed and we're kind of 
allowed to share it. Uh, Jane, thanks for the picture. That's lovely. Julie got in touch as well with a picture of her uh, puppy, her dog Chester, uh, who is not for shifting. Apparently, it's a picture of him in bed. Uh, Mandy got in touch, and I don't, I don't quite think Mandy has got the hang of uh, what the puppy podcast is about. Uh, and what we are trying to do, and the things we're trying to talk about, because she um, told us about her cats. <laughs> Which is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for telling us about your cats, Mandy. Uh, there must there must be a kitten podcast out there somewhere. I can't have... I, I can be around cats. I can't live with cats. I think we've talked about this before, because I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm allergic to them. Uh, but I can be around them. I can't live with them. I can't be in the house with them. You know, I can't have them uh, long term, um, which is why we don't do a kitten podcast. Uh, but yes, Mandy, good to hear from you. And a lovely picture of your cats as well. Carol got in touch to say that Brandy sleeps on the pillow next to my head. Um, my wife, Jo, went up to her parents a couple of weeks ago and I didn't go with her. I, I stayed back at home and apparently Lincoln was l- almost on the pillow. Uh, sleeping. He'd really kind of taken over my side of the bed. Oh, oh, really? Oh, had he now? Uh, and that's something neither of us do that, that he never, so he kind of sleeps towards the foot of the bed. He doesn't sleep. And he sleeps like a cat. He sleeps curled up. He doesn't kind of splay out. He does, he sleeps all curled up. Um, Janet got in touch to say, I can't cope with pets in the bedroom. I don't sleep soundly enough. Uh, which is interesting, Janet, because, uh, and we'll get onto that in a second about people who struggle with sleeping and having pets in the room. Uh, Jenny says they're part of the family too. I let them go where they like. Uh, and Liz, again, with the same as with Mandy, kind of missing the point of the podcast, saying our cats always got into or on our bed, but they're very clean, so we didn't mind. You see, you say they're very clean, Liz. But if they lick your face, this is my argument as well. I don't let any of the, I don't let the dogs lick my face because I've seen what they lick and what they eat. And I have no desire to have that near my face. And Janet uh, says her Rango pug always sleeps on the bed. Definitely loves a life of luxury. My parents, however, would never have allowed it. Uh, Janet, good to hear from you. So going back um, to, that was Janet Mannon. Janet Tideswell got in touch to say that she doesn't sleep soundly enough. I did kind of have a look at this. And apparently if you've got allergies or asthma, you shouldn't have the pets in the bedroom. Now, I'll be honest, I am an asthmatic. Um, but the dog doesn't affect it at all. Cats do. Uh, but the dog just doesn't affect it at all. But if I had allergies, the the uh, given um, course that you should take is not to have them in your bedroom just to kind of give your body a bit of respite a bit of rest um also apparently if you have trouble sleeping as janet said that she does so if you have any kind of insomnia at all you should keep pets out uh, because they don't kind of stay still for as long as humans do they move about a lot they're moving on a regular basis um, so yeah, you shouldn't have them in uh, the bedroom. But apart from that, it's fine. The, the health side of things, the, you know, they're very good. You know, the lowering of blood pressure and things like that. That is all still absolutely fine. Um, so you crack on with it. But uh, the the given advice is allergies or asthma. You shouldn't have them in the room. Also, if you use trouble sleeping, again, you shouldn't have them in the room. Um, thank you so much for all your comments on that. That was really good. I really enjoyed the kind of debate that we were having uh, about it. And as always, I love your photos. 
please do keep them coming in. Uh, they are just wonderful. And uh, I, I say this every week. Don't forget, you can get in touch about anything that we've talked about on a previous podcast. So whether it is um, kind of toilet training, whether it's about puppies nipping, whether you've got yourself a new puppy and want some advice. A friend of mine, Dave, has got himself a new puppy. and Hopefully we're going to get him on next week's podcast and we can just chat to him about that because he's, uh, uh, he's a guy who's a very busy uh, businessman and it's going to be intriguing to find out what he what he's thinking was and why why he got it and what he's expecting from the dog. Um, but yeah, anything you know, the the foods that your dog eats, whether or not you should be uh, dressing up your dog. And in fact, talking about that, Trisha got in touch just this week because we were talking about dressing up your dogs a couple of weeks ago now. And Trisha says, my husband won't let me dress up our puppy Chester. Yeah, there's a good reason for that, Trisha. I don't let Joe dress up. As I've said, we'll do it at holidays, we'll do it to make fun on Christmas cards, but by and large, no. Our dogs do not need dressing up, they've got a lovely coat of their own. Our dogs, the breed, Labrador, used to be thrown into the North Sea. They don't need to be kept warm in any way, shape or form. Um, so Trish says, whilst my hubby won't let me dress up our puppy Chester, my good friend does dress up her babies. And then she's posted a picture of Sophie, who's five, who is dressing a total... Di- I mean, she is, she's got like a pink patterned uh, kind of uh, cravat thing on. Um, and then this really pink spotted, uh, pink with white polka dot hat. Uh, that she's wearing as well. She really is an absolute diva. What I'll do is I will post that uh, on the Puppy Podcast, either on the Facebook page or on Twitter at Puppy Podcast or on Instagram at the Puppy Podcast in the next week. Um, thanks as well to Ian. Uh, Ian and all of his family uh, kind of had a binging on the Puppy Podcast uh, just a few days ago. They listened to the last eight episodes all in one go. All I can say is... I'm so sorry. Uh, and at the end of it, I asked for toilet training tips because that was the one thing that we were kind of struggling with uh, with um, Elvis. And uh, Ian said for the toilet training, my youngest daughter suggested taking Elvis in the garden before bedtime and don't let him back in until he's toileted. Likewise in the morning, straight outside after waking up. Also, when he starts to circle sniffing the floor, move him quickly outside. We've kind of been doing the the, the circling and sniffing the floor. Um, Taking him outside first thing in the morning is uh, a little bit... I mean, we've done it a couple of times. What we have to do is keep Lincoln inside. Because if you take Elvis outside on his own, as soon as he sees Lincoln, there's, that's the distraction. And he just wants to play and he, you know, just wants to get him. And then everything goes out of his mind. And then we generally feed Lincoln and Elvis first thing. So when I kind of call them back in for the breakfast, he will just nip into his crate and do his business there and then have his breakfast. But it's a good, we, we, we're trying a couple of things, but I will, we're definitely going to try that, that kind of first thing in the morning, last thing at night, uh, you know, don't let him back in until he's, he's done the toilet. Uh, at the moment, the pooing in the main is done outside. He's still not, we've had a couple of clean and dry nights. But they're still kind of messing his crate first thing in the morning. Weeing is still something that could happen anywhere. Uh, it could happen in his crate. Could happen outside. Could just happen in the kitchen, which has happened a couple of times. And part of my what we've started doing is actually um, kind of admonishing him for 
or, or you know, explaining to him that the wing in his crate is a bad thing. So that's a no when he does that now to kind of get him just to make him because obviously, you know, Lincoln's weeing in the garden. He's weed in the garden and he needs to understand that that's and we can't decide whether that's part of the problem, because if he wees in the garden straight away, Lincoln will come and wee on top of where he's weed. So we don't know whether Elvis can't smell his own scent, so isn't picking up on that and isn't getting that. Um, and the other thing is, he's just over four months old, and he's not really, his toilet hasn't settled into a routine as yet. I think it's still fairly, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> no pun intended, quite scattergun. So I think that's part of the problem as well. But We'll persevere, and thanks very much uh, for all of your uh, suggestions and uh, and help with that, and keep those coming in. Uh, we've got uh, just enough time to do things that Elvis has eaten this week that he shouldn't. Um, he has gone for... And we talked about plant pots in the past couple of weeks. Lincoln was mad on plant, plant pots, and I think it was Nikki that was telling us about her dog Tylo, who was mad on plant pots as well. And I was saying Elvis just really isn't interested. No, he's not, but we've got some tiny little toy plant pots. Loves them. Yeah, yeah, they've, they, a couple of those have gone for a burden. Uh, his blanket, because when we put him in the crate at night, we put a blanket over the crate to kind of, couple of things. One, to kind of properly do the, okay, it's night time now. And two, uh, because with the blanket off, he can see his reflection in the kind of patio door and we think that kind of bothers him. Um, so, but we leave one end of the, uh, the, the crate open as in, you know, d not with a blanket over it because we have the webcam so we can just see him at night and check that he's okay and stuff. Uh, so yeah, he's, uh, he's eaten a hole in that blanket now by pulling it through the bars of his crate. Uh, and the underside of the chair, uh, we've got a recliner chair in our living room and he's gone under the recline bit and just got a load of the spongy stuff off that. Yeah, yeah, he's had that. That's, uh, uh, that's, I don't know why we bother feeding him to be fair with <laughs> With the amount of other stuff that he's eating. That is it for this week. By all means, keep getting in touch uh, about whether or not dogs should be in or on the bed. And what is the deal in your house? How far do you take it? Do you have a baby gate up? Have you trained them to just not even bother going up the stairs? Uh, clothing on dogs. Uh, the treats that your dogs like that maybe are a little bit unusual. Um, the toys that they enjoy playing with. And, of course, keep the photos coming you can get in touch with us 24 7 um on facebook at the puppy podcast on twitter at puppy podcast uh on instagram at the puppy podcast or you can always email us the puppy podcast at gmail.com thank you as always for listening can i just apologize i've got a bit of a cold today so apologies if i sound a little bit kind of bunged up and like i smoke about 60 fags a day uh, music is by audio nautics thanks to them as well this has been a monkey pants production and we'll see you next week <laughs>